0: And welcome to another week of Music Review Roulette, where each week we review three artists on the spot and let you know what we think. And we wanted to make sure that you were aware of a new event that we have up we're excited about. Uh, It is St. Kate Sessions brought to you by Music Review Roulette where we will be doing a live uh, podcast in front of an audience and you as audience members can ask questions directly to the artists themselves. So mark your calendars for October 2nd at St. Kate Arts Hotel here in Milwaukee uh, and watch the page for details. So let's get on with our first song of the day.
1: Something there Electric tension them through the air Caught by surprise I tried not to stare But that didn't work for long We let that day unfold And take its course Still felt that pull That strong magnetic force I knew I had to tap Into the source Because it seemed so strong fuel. Even the best of them would still pollute, leaving poison ground. And as we dip in, I'm still trying to find the source of all your power, your supply. I wish that I could photosynthesize whenever you're around. What if we fed up the sun? Joyful. to make it grow can't get power from below trees and flowers know that you've got to take it slow if you want to make it grow can't get power from below trees and flowers know that you've got to take it slow want to make it grow Can't get power from below That's why I'm wondering What if we've been on the sun Driving down
0: Was photosynthesis by Rob Flex who is a singer-songwriter out of the Evanston Illinois area um, and he plays a lot of different instruments I believe he recorded everything on this album uh, but what I love is that he plays violin but he does it in a very unique way uh, so I loved how it was almost kind of like guitar chords um, kind of reminiscence of uh, Andrew Byrd I would say um, but I really love how he does all these loopings. And so I think he started off with some like per- percussion tracks and laid down like that foundation or that loop.
2: Kind uh, of sounded like a mandolin, but that was the violin, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is very Andrew Bird esque.
0: I love it though.
2: Yeah. It, every time I hear a musician who plays every single instrument, I'm so impressed because I. I didn't go that route, I should have. But, uh, you know, when you play other instruments, you really understand how every person in a band, how their parts um, influence the others.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: To to do everything um, in that way, to write the songs in that way, you really give your band a good template to work with because you're thinking about all those other parts um, for them as you write the song.
0: But, on the other hand, do you think that being the only person writing and playing and recording the parts limits your creativity because when you have four people in a room working on mm-hmm. you know writing a song in parts you get some different creative ideas that you alone may not have come up with
2: you know um, there you know the band uh, Lenny Kravitz right yeah. when he was pretty big in the 90s he still plays a lot now Um, he had one of the best drummers in the world, his name is Zorro, and he had written some books, done some instruction videos, and um, they were doing a new album after their big album had blown up, and he was the drummer, so um, Lenny's like, "Uh, you don't have to come to the studio, because I played every instrument on the last album, so I'm going to play every instrument on this album, too. And part of me understands that, because he understands how cohesive all those parts are. But on the other hand, like you were saying, he's got some of the best musicians in the world. Like, why not let their talent shine as well? Even if they didn't, you know, specifically write all those other parts together.
0: Right. Agreed. Um, I think it's one thing to be able to play all those parts and go on tour and be, you know, an outstanding instrumentalist but it's another to get to write those parts and I think you feel much more a part of the bigger picture so it's always interesting to me to see if bands write albums together or if it's a singer-songwriter that does most of that arranging Um, but in this case Rob is really a one-man show so when he plays he has the looper pedal going and he's got all of his instruments and so um, I would love to see him live just to see how he coordinates all that. I think that would give a lot of stage presence and, and you know something for an audience to really visually um, watch. It's more than just a solo you know player with either a piano or a guitar. it's it's multi instruments and lots of things going on in layers. so
2: yeah, the other part of this story was how he wrote the song and recorded it. Um, so he, goes to uh, teach kids music every year at the Bates Dance Festival. And uh, every summer they have a, a musician's concert. And um, he was actually finishing the lyrics for this song backstage right before it came out and played and finished the song like right there on stage. And uh, they gave him like a standing ovation and it was a really big hit at that festival. And um, so he, you know, began playing that song, and he was on tour, uh, I think, in Atlanta. Well, wait, uh, before you get to that,
0: it was that concert that had such a profound um, impact on him that he quit his full-time job and decided to be a full-time touring musician. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those pivotal moments in a career that uh, encouraged him to just jump in and do it.
2: Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Uh, a good part to, um, <laughs> to include there. Sorry, I left that out. Um, but as he was touring, um, he had the opportunity. He was in Atlanta and took a $1 megabus. I didn't know that existed. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, leaving at 6 a.m. and uh, went to Nashville to the House of Blues Studios and recorded everything, percussion, bass, guitar, keys, electric violin, acoustic violins, and vocals. And he recorded like from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Granted, this is after traveling from Atlanta at 6 a.m. And uh, once he finished it, he took a lift to the YouTube studios in Nashville and recorded everything with a looper live on the spot in one take. And you can catch that video on his YouTube channel.
0: We'll share it in the comments, too. But it's amazing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this guy is incredible. And... Um, how neat it is to go out there and be a a solo one-man band and have all this variety of sound right there, you know, within yourself.
0: Yes. So, Rob, thanks for um, submitting and sharing your story with us. I think it's one that can inspire others as well Um, and probably encourage us to want to go practice (laughs) and get better at what we do, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But Rob will be uh coming through tour here uh, around our area so i wanted to share a few dates with you guys uh september 27th he'll be in skokie illinois uh, the 28th in elgin illinois october 1st he'll be at a house concert in heartland um, actually, with Genevieve Hayward. So uh, make sure you watch his page for that. And the it's fourth. Harlem,
2: Wisconsin, we should yes, mention. Yes,
0: yes. And uh, the fourth of October, he'll be in Cincinnati. So check out his website. You can find out more about all his upcoming dates, how to find out about ticket sales, and, and where you can um, go. So it's robflax.com, R O B F L A X.
2: All right, with that, let's move on to our second song of the day.
1: You wrote just one song about me About how you were leaving, yeah It was always an option for you Why was I so shocked when it was true? One day you decided we were done When you broke my heart I fell apart I fell apart Now the time is passing by I can still hear your heartbeat. You were there hiding in my memory. I can still feel your breath on me. You're haunting me, you're haunting me.
0: that was Haunting by the Milwaukee group Endless Era. And they are a synth pop, indie pop sound uh, right here from our hometown.
2: Yeah, they say that the song Far, it's, uh, well, actually, the song is called Haunting. Haunting.
0: It just came out September 13th.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. Their, their song Far, they had just released, and now they're releasing Haunting. Seems like that's sort of the way a lot of bands are are doing things these days is releasing one song at a time and then that gives them you know something to promote and um these guys are sort of following that that same way and these guys they really remind me of the 1975 and sort of a a slower synth pop almost 80s influence type of a sound it reminds me of you know like a slow dreary wet rainy night or something you know like that sort of um, a soundtrack you know if if this song was a movie soundtrack that, that would be the scene where this song is played it
0: would have been like in the 80's movie where yeah. maybe the guy just you know dumps the girl and she's sad and she's walking down the street and you know lonely and <laughs> yeah broken. definitely
2: a breakup scene yes that's <laughs> what it would be made for and then uh, somebody steps in a puzzle a, a puddle And a puzzle. There's actually a puzzle piece next to this puddle, and uh, uh, this kid comes by, picks it up, and says, "That's my missing piece." And yeah.
1: And
0: then there's a happy ending, like all '80s movies. Okay, yeah, great.
2: Ronald McDonald's there for some reason. (laughs) What? He's got balloons. I don't know. So, guys,
0: if you need to to make a proper video for this uh, song, apparently Steve has the story all laid out for you. So, you know have fun with that
2: yeah you just gotta be high on drugs when you watch it it'll, <laughs> it'll, all it'll make sense. sense it
0: will it yeah, will yeah um no these guys have definitely um you know pop sensibility about them uh it's very uh pleasing to the ear uh catchy little riffs in there um i love like the dreamy sound that it kind of captures in the background um mm-hmm.
2: it's yeah, very soothing it's, it is soothing in a way even though it's a sad song, you know, sometimes I find when I'm sad or, you know, feeling sort of down, I like to listen to songs that are sad or down because mm-hmm. it makes me feel like, you know, there's other people or other th- things that... Um, are similar to the way I feel Yeah,
0: because you can relate to it absolutely
2: yeah Yeah, it's funny the way that works because you'd think you want to listen to something happy but no you want to wallow in that sadness
0: you do but I think also that helps you process that emotion here's the music therapist background in me talking Mm -hmm. like that's your opportunity to think about those lyrics or those those song and why maybe it creates those feelings in you or just helps you process it. I don't think that that's a bad thing.
2: And that's not necessarily the lyrics, right? It's more like the feeling it, it gives. It you. could
0: be it could be anything. It could be all of the above. Actually, that's what we talk about using the ISIL principle. So let's say you're really, really depressed. Um, and if you're a music therapist working with someone, you want to start with a song that fits their emotions. So more depressing, mm. what that person would consider music they would listen to, uh, when they felt depressed. And then slowly you would want to use different songs to help them transition to whatever feeling they want, whether oh, it's like an so,
2: incremental step. Yep.
0: Yeah, whether it's, you know, songs about self-confidence or if it's songs about, um, hopefulness, um, so
2: did you find like your clients were stuck in a certain mood? Because me, it depends on what type of, of day it is, what the weather is, what time of day. My mood changes all the time. Right. So, I mean, just I'm curious, did you sort of have a slow pathway or was it something where that would change throughout like a day or a week or a well, month? Well,
0: it's very, it's very different. Um, I did some one on one. Sessions where then yes, you really tailor it to that one person But many of the sessions that I had were with groups and it was related around a topic like for a long time We did um, substance abuse and talking about All different kinds of topics and so yes, not every person was in that space or that moment At at that time, but the majority of the group could all relate and they could all have discussions about it and then they all learned from each other as well you know so not just the lyrics of the song or mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we did songwriting and now i'm completely going off onto a tangent well, but
2: yeah it all comes down to relatability and i think these guys they um the way that they wrote this song it's just so general and open about um heartbreak you know that's Something that everybody feels at one time or another.
0: Everybody can relate to it. So I think that's why it's so easy on the ear. And mm-hmm. um, guys did a great job. These uh, guys have a show coming up here soon. I wanted to make sure that I tell you about. Uh, September 27th, they will be at Cactus Club with Paper Holland. Um, Man Random. I don't know who that is. No. But I'll have to definitely check them out. C-H-N-N-L-L. Wow. Is got a like Channel maybe? I got a... Chanel? I don't know. Let's see. It's a four piece.
2: Okay. Uh, they're on tour. Um, Age of the Outrage tour. Cool. Uh, where are they from? Sorry. They're uh, from Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Great city for music. I just saw a band from Chicago at the Cactus Club last night. Oh, too funny yeah uh they were amazing like always called slow mass um so yeah check out the chanel channel they, they've got a lot of tour days i bet just channel c-h-n-n-l-l
0: channel. yeah they're being creative because mm-hmm. there probably is already a band channel that exists out there and so gotta, they gotta be unique and different
2: so when you make your band name you have to check if the url is available <laughs> or the, or the Instagram handle or whatever because that's really what people you know, when you go to search for a band, I hate like oh, there was this really cool band I saw they were called uh, you know, commando so but you check them out on Instagram It's like commando underscore one, two, three, four, Commander, score underscore you know this and that 420. all that crap, you know right. It's like no, they you Make know you easy. gotta find something easy right
0: make it easy on your followers yeah so they can find you
2: right like i mean endless era that's an awesome name it is and it makes a really cool logo which actually they sell some really cool merch on their their website as well the ee's like Mm -hmm. facing um back to back it's cool anyway yeah we went off on a tangent sorry about that we really love the music check out their show september 27th at the cactus club with that let's move on to our third and final song of the day
1: face that's melting off just like it's ice starting to thaw. I'm sweating as I try to mop him up
0: and keep him
1: inside a plastic cup. If that's what, what he wants.
0: The road in front of me was sand The rubber band that held it all together snapped I hit the brakes, but by that
1: time it was too late My car dissolved in the United Wasteland
0: And that was Wasteland, a song by singer-songwriter Jason McHugh, who is from the Seattle, Washington area. And I have to say that those are some of the most creative lyrics I've heard in a long time. Um, it reminded me a little bit of Beck, just the creativeness in, in the word choice, um, but really painted a picture. It was kind of like uh, Alice in Wonderland, kind of that like acid trip, crazy, you know, one thing leading to a next. Um, very visual. I really liked it.
2: I Yeah, I think that um, part of that comes from the fact that he recorded this in his room uh, by himself on a $30 microphone. Uh, he recorded the guitar, the bass, and he had drums, and he recorded it straight to his laptop. And I mean talk about creativity i mean when when you've got limited tools you make the most of what you have available and uh he's definitely done that i mean yeah crazy stuff you know like daniel johnston just passed away and he was one of the most creative like songwriters i've heard in a while you know and he just everything he did there was so much truth to it and there was no you know He was never, like, this big rock star or anything, and um, you could tell it was just straight from his heart, and I get that sort of feeling, I guess, from Jason, too. Kind of this
0: raw, this is what was in my mind, and this is what I captured. And I mean, I love some of the creative things that he did. It sounds like a circus sideshow on some parts of it. It it just goes in directions that I guess it wouldn't normally go. That's why it's so creative and different, and um, I think... So that musicality with those lyrics that are just kind of, you know, put out there uh, really makes it unique and different.
2: Yeah. And he I mean, he's really given himself to the music, so to speak. He's um, constantly, it sounds like, like on a cross country tour back and forth promoting and just putting in the hard work and uh, getting his music out there. Um, you can check out, like, on his website, we were just looking. His tour dates are insane. Um, he's all over the place, and uh, doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. So, uh, let me see. Is he coming close to us? I don't know. It's
0: Actually, he just finished his tour in September. Oh, he just
2: finished his tour in September.
0: But you know he's going to be back out on the road very soon. Yeah, we missed him coming through the Midwest in August, so... Uh, Jason, you got to make sure that you make another trip this direction so we can come and see you live. Um, Because he, like Rob Flax, is also kind of a one-man band and and does it on his own. So, um, you know, make sure you... uh,
2: Yeah, that's our second one-man band today. I know.
0: It's pretty cool.
2: You know, there's so much... If you can do that, of course do that.
0: That is a smart way of being a traveling musician. Yeah. It's only you. It's one person. It's yeah. one meal. It's one it's you know so house cheap. to stay at. It's you know.
2: Well, if it's one person, you're gonna have like somebody with a couch to stay on. So right. yeah, it's way better than having like five dudes. Like oh, can we you know share a bathroom? And I've you know We've I still all done do that. that. I still stinky, do that.
0: Stinky vans. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: Like. St- I I usually end up like sleeping with the bass player and uh, like waking up in the middle middle of the night, like spooning him, you know, like I've woken up with my armor on thinking it was you. Well, Um, I've also slept in a little girl's bed and was worried all night that if I turn over, it's going to like bust her bed in half, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm a large person. (laughs) You are, but. Yeah, so if you got, like, a couch available, like Jason does, you know, he probably goes out and just sleeps where he can. Um, gets, but, you know, I think... cheap. Yes, yeah. but I
0: think the downfall with that, too, is that you are responsible for everything. So you have to do all of the traveling. Yeah. Right? So you're doing all of the... You, yeah. You better like driving. Yeah. And you better be comfortable just being by yourself. If you're mm-hmm. somebody who socially needs to be around people all the time... Mm-hmm that probably wouldn't work out so well for you. But if you're playing shows, well, then you're interacting with people and whatnot. Um,
2: yeah, and hopefully, I mean, Jason gets like hosts when he goes to a city. That's the way to do it, is to meet people in the city and say, hey, would it be cool if I crashed on your couch tonight and let's go to breakfast in the morning. I'll buy you like a Egg McMuffin and say <laughs> off thanks. Off the dollar menu. Yeah, but only off the dollar menu, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not rich, you know. Um, that's I'm just assuming this is what happens when it goes out on tour. well
0: that's normal for touring musicians you yeah. have to do that in order to make a living but you don't make a lot but it's more about mm. the experience and those are the people that have to be out there and playing and getting their music heard and expressing themselves through that through that exactly. avenue so um, exactly. Jason so thank you so much for submitting um, this was a real treat to hear something completely different that we don't Mm -hmm. normally get to so
2: yeah a very diverse lineup today and thanks so much to everybody for submitting if you have some music you'd like us to review just give us an email at musicreviewroulette at gmail.com and be sure to subscribe on itunes stitcher wherever you get your podcasts Um, also we are on spotify so subscribe there um, thanks to The Shop FM for putting out our show on iHeartRadio as well as YouTube. And thanks to RockOnMilwaukee.com for playing our episodes there. Um, if you have, um, you know, some brass... Uh, I'm just... No. <laughs> Usually I make up something every every week for Thea's new business. But seriously, what she does is she makes brass knuckles to... Um, beat people in the face and about the breast area Um, so she makes the best brass brass knuckles in in the land Um, she also does music promotion she'll uh, get your music out there she'll do your social media all that stuff that you don't want to do she'll do that for you she'll also play cello at uh, your uh, brisk or funeral Um, if you would like to check her out um, get her services to uh, beat people about the breast area it's uh music review nope that's us uh sorry it's hello cello mke on facebook um thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time bye